Welcome to Savage. I'm your host, Kelsey Kenry, CEO, wife, and mom of three. This is where you find the aligned strategy and mindset shifts to unleash your power, unlock your freedom, and step into your full potential as a CEO. Every episode is full of tough love and hard truths with a side of tactical guidance to expand your success. You ready? Let's do the damn thing. Good morning, Instagram, all my friends out there. We are going live today with Aaron O'Quinn. Aaron is a friend and previous client of mine who I adore. And we are talking all about effective leadership today. So I'm going to give it a second for her to hop on here. Internet gods be with us. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm so happy that it's summer in Florida again. I was just going to say, I think what I'm going to start this off with is that it's spring, finally. <laughs> I know. Like, everybody's going to be so mad at us, like, watching our Instagrams. We, If you need Aaron or I, we will be, if we're not with clients, we'll be in our pools. In the pool. <laughs> Even maybe taking clients in the pool. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. So I'm excited for us to chat today. I think it's really important and to get obviously like perspectives from both sides here. So before we get into today, just kind of introduce yourself, tell all the people who you are and what you do and all the good things. So my name is Erin O'Quinn. I am a leadership coach and mentor. I have a history in healthcare leadership. So I have held progressive healthcare leadership roles for the last 10 years And it got to a point where I was like, there has to be a better way to do this. Somebody has to say, stop, do a reset. And so that's kind of why I stepped into coaching is because, first of all, I started with my own journey. And then I was like, this shit is good. Like, we've got to get this going. And so just bringing that same transformation to others is really where I started my business. Yeah, I love it. It's such a beautiful like cycle of like learning and your own growth and then going on to teach others. And you know, I think that when it comes to like you being in the coaching world now, it's kind of like you get to see and bring all those skills that are kind of like conditioned in those bigger workplaces and especially in the healthcare industry because mm-hmm. it's so the, that culture is another it's another wild. level. <laughs> yeah, right? So tell me, what do you think, like from the perspective that you have, like one question I was thinking of this morning that I think would be really cool for us to dive into is like, what do you think are some of the things or the most valuable things that are kind of untouched or untalked about that are really valuable as a leader that people need to have? I think the thing that we miss the most is that we get so wrapped up in doing that we forget about being. And we stop leading ourselves. So everything becomes about the team, right? But there's no team. There's no community. There's, you know, and regardless of the way that you lead, if you're not starting with yourself and leading yourself first, the rest isn't going to be effective. And so I think that's the key that we miss. The key piece that we miss is that we just get so wrapped up and on the wheel and it's hard to say, stop. It's hard to hold your boundaries. It's hard to take care of yourself first. and then it kind of just spirals out of control because then if you're not taking care of yourself, then everything else starts to fall apart and it becomes harder for you. And it's just like, yeah. Why do you think it's so difficult for people 
Because I see this in my side of things too, right? It's like you can be a CEO and have everything that's pretty on the outside and then you pull back the curtain and it's a complete shit show. Like you're not taking care of yourself at all. Right. And so what do you think it is? Do you like that conditions us to into believing like we have to constantly do and do for others before we do our for ourselves? Like why is that still ingrained in us? Yeah, that's a great question. (laughs) I don't know, like on the deeper scale, but I can speak to like being in the leadership world. And I think even just as being a woman, we are evaluated on things that are external to us. So how we are performing as far as metrics, like those are the things, you know, what we look like. Those are the things that on the bigger scale, answer your question. Yeah, yeah. It's so interesting to me too, because, you know, when I think about the thing that's like heavily overlooked, I agree 100% that like the number one piece of like being an effective leader and leading people well is learning to be self-led first. And like, if we can't learn to be self-led, then how are we expecting to be able to teach others? But when you think about people coming into a leadership role, whether it's somebody that's like, you know, in the healthcare industry or in a position to where they're climbing an actual ladder Mm -hmm. or in the entrepreneur world or the world of, where people become CEOs without any previous leadership experience. I think there's this untouched piece of people not realizing that like leadership is a foundational skill of being a successful CEO, because whether you have a team of one or a team of zero, we're talking about here, how you have to be self-led first and then you can become a leader. But if you're, if you're a CEO, if you're a business owner, you're leading people, whether you're selling a product or selling services, like you're leading people. And so I think it's the focus has to be on becoming self-led, becoming prioritizing yourself and not getting so like having tunnel vision on like our high achieving brains of like, Uh, like, do, do, do for all the people around me so I can check off this box, Uh, then I'll be a good leader. Like a good leader is embodies leadership, embodies like I am leading myself to this next goal. And so I, I think that there's, there's so much we can unpack here just around being self-led, but I think that, that you're right. And that being something that's really overlooked in leadership as a whole. Yes. And I, to, to your point of checking boxes and the high achiever, it's like, you were like born to check boxes, right? Right. So when you're in that tunnel vision, one of the greatest parts of elevating your leadership is being able to take off those blinders and really like see it all and not just mm-hmm. see the job or you know, the leadership at hand, but like see the whole big picture because that really is like going to lead you from like that transactional leadership to that transformational to where people believe in you. They want to get on your team. They're ready to do the thing, you know, and whether that's sales and entrepreneurship, you're still guiding, you're still leading, you're still showing people the way. And Mm -hmm. so there's, I know you and I have talked about this probably a hundred times before, but there are so many I don't, not synchronicities, but, um, overlaps in what we do. Yeah. Like a hundred percent. Yes. It's so true. It's so true. And I think it's so powerful when we can recognize that at the end of the day, one of the other pieces that I think kind of branching off from like being self-led, like for effective leadership, you have to learn how to be self-led. I think another piece of this is you have to actually take a look at what skills you have as a leader. It sounds so simple and so silly, yeah. but like to jump into a position, if you think about starting a job, it's like somebody trains you, like somebody shows you right. the bathroom, like you're so much or whatever. 
But we have all these people hopping into entrepreneurships that are like, hell yes, I have this passion. I want to help people. I love doing this. And they're creating jobs and it's beautiful. But then they're like, holy fuck, people are like coming into my space and I don't know how to actually be create transformations versus make it transactional. And so I love that, they, that you brought that up as well. Yeah. But like just taking a look at like, what does leadership mean to you? Like if you want to, for both of us, I know that our values are similar. And so mm-hmm. being an effective leader means that you're getting transformations. It doesn't just mean that you're continuing the ripple effect of creating more people that just check boxes. Yeah. And that's so icky. <laughs> because there's so I mean there is so much and this is why I get like crazy about leadership is there's so much good that can come from great leadership Mm. and it's like you know if we can really give people the skill set and not just put them through these basic you know leadership development programs but really get into those things that are going to be transformational in their lives so that then they can go and transform the lives of others and their teams and reach more goals you know, at a higher level for their companies or their own businesses, like those are the things that matter. And it's Mm -hmm. hard for me to see people kind of like piecemealing it together because it takes so much damn time. (laughs) Like, right. I feel like I tripped over myself for years trying to like find that secret sauce that would make me feel like I was doing the right thing. And then it wasn't until I like fully invested in myself and looked inward that I was like, here it is. I can lead like a mamma jamma now. Let's roll. You know, and all of those insecurities that I had allowed to build up over the years dissipated. Like they were completely gone because I knew who I was. I saw the power that I held. I knew my skill set. I aligned it with my goals. And we were, I mean, here we are. And so that's the power of effective leadership. And that's the power of mentorship. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No, I love it. It's amazing. It's so true. And like, I, I, obviously your, your journey and like the relationship that we've built is like, so, so, so important to me. And you know how much I love, like, it was like an unboxing of you. I feel like, (laughs) I think, you know, from one generator to another, it's like when you finally like click in with that passion of like, holy shit, this is why, like, (laughs) yes, exactly. And it's so, so cool to see, but I think, you know, becoming self-led is important for effective leadership, looking and addressing like, okay, what skills do I have? Like, what kind of leader do I want to be? I'm like so big and you know this on like reverse engineering. Like what is the thing that I want to create? What is the difference that I want to make, whether it's in this workplace or in this world? And how do I create that with the skills that I have? Is there any gaps that need to be filled that I could elevate my skills in? And I know that like, one of the things that you have right now is the Illuminated Collective, which is so cool for any of the leaders out there to get in this room with Erin and let her teach you skills about leadership because that's going to be a powerful group program. I'm so excited for this. Yeah, it's going to be incredible. And I just think it's important to look at that because I have the belief that like we're all leading, whether it's inside our home or outside our home or both. And so you get to make the choice, like, okay, what is it that I want to create? And you know how I feel as well about like the thing that triggers me most in this entire world is people not stepping into their potential. I'm like, you could do and be so much. It's so crushing when you see that and you see people like (laughs) pulling back and you're like, no, like you are a bad bitch. Go get this. Yes. (laughs) Yes. You know, and that's really why I've created the, the Illuminated Collective is because there's so much inside that we need to bring to light, hence the illuminated part. And it's just, 
I'm ready for women to really step into that because there's so much freaking power once you mm-hmm. see your own potential and you realize the skills and you're putting those skills to use. And like you said, like women lead in all ways, always. And so if you don't have to be in the leadership role, you know, to benefit from this program. That's mm-hmm. the thing that I really want people to see is women lead in their personal relationships. We lead in the home, we lead in our community. And so the skills that we're going to go over in the Eliminated Collective and really define those skill sets for people, that is across the board open to everybody. Yeah. And I think that's the thing about leadership, effective leadership is it's locking into what you want to create and the transformations that you want to create and actually being locked into that. Right. And I think one of the other pieces to kind of branch off it and circle back to like ways to be more effective as a leader is I think that it's about going back to the macro. Like there's so much that we focus on, like in the micro to where we're like, okay, we need to put out this fire. We need to do this thing. We need to do to where it's, we're just focusing on what's right in front of us. And so that's where we get stuck in the transactional leadership instead of transformational because you lose the sight of like your mission and your legacy and the bigger thing that you want to create. So then of course it feels out of reach and it feels impossible. And so I think if every one of us can just take a second to kind of step back and say, yes, all these things are happening. I can move all these pieces around and I can look at this little thing in front of me. But if I take a step back, what if I do this a little differently so that it impacts and ripples out into, you know, the entire work environment, the entire community, the entire country, whatever that is. But it's, we have to understand that like, we actually do have that ability first. Yes. And that, and I, it's, it's almost like I've said this before, it's very cyclical because when you're in that trench, it's Mm -hmm. really hard to see that there is possibility outside of that. So when you're Mm -hmm. focused so much on like accomplishing just these menial tasks, not menial, but the tasks and putting out the fires, like the big picture seems so overwhelming that you can't even, like, you don't even know where to start. Yeah. Almost need somebody to kind of like walk arm in arm with you through that and you know clear the path light the path for you because it's there and once you see it everything kind of falls into place but Mm. just getting squirreled away in that little hole can be really really overwhelming right and I think that's like the power of mentorship right it's having somebody that can like see the blind spots I know one of my clients she her business grossed five million dollars last year like she's doing financially incredible. She's a huge like influence in the community. She has a huge team, all these things. And in one of our meetings, I'm like, okay, so how are you spending your time? Cause again, it's, it's, you have to be self-led first. You got to take yeah. care of yourself first. This woman is spending hours in her email. I'm oh. like, <laughs> so talk about like, holy shit, you have this fucking powerhouse yes. who's making and creating great change already what the fuck could you do with that hour or two hours, three hours that you're sending exactly. email every day? That was like my number one rule. And it gets so crazy, but it was like, I will never start my day by checking my inbox because then everyone else's priorities become my priorities. Yeah. And so I would get like a solid two hours in with my team, do my work and then check my email because mm-hmm. guess what? If it's that urgent, they'll call. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And it's just such a time suck. So you're right. It is. That's the thing. And that's why it's hard because 
you want to build for that bigger mission and the bigger legacy and you have, you know, this vision, but like, it is impossible to get clarity on that mission of what you're actually creating if you're doing your fucking email and checking the boxes all day. So it's like, but here's a question for you. Mm-hmm. How do people, how, how would you advise that people get unstuck from that to where they bring the balance to where they can see, like still do the things they need to do, but also be able yeah. to know like where they're headed and what that bigger thing is. I mean, I think you really have to step back and take time and decide what it is that you want. Even if it's just for your day, if you start with, you know, a 10 to 15 minute block of your day of like setting the intention for your day, setting your goals of what you want to accomplish and then stepping like doing that. And of mm. course things are going to come and come and go throughout the day. But I mean, on a day-to-day basis, and I think really in the beginning, that's how you have to approach it. Because if you're coming at it as like, all right, well this quarter, I'm really going to change X, Y, and Z. Sure. That's a great goal to have, but how are you going to get there? And that's again, where you go into the reverse engineering of like, it comes back to managing one day at a time. And so for me, when I talk to people about strategy, it's really leveraging their strengths, leveraging the time of day that works best for them. You know, you mentioned that generator thing. So like I work well in short bursts. And Mm -hmm. so I would lay out my day like that. And so those types of things, it's like learning how to run your day so that your day doesn't run you. And then Mm -hmm. that becomes your week that ran well and becomes your month that went well and your quarter and your year. But it all comes back to leading yourself and learning how to, to manage your own time because no one's going to manage your time for you. So true. Yeah. And time, I think time management and communication are two Mm -hmm. skills that are, again, these are things that people are like, oh yeah, I know how to like have a conversation, but do you though? Like, do you know how to have a conversation in which it can actually like change the trajectory of someone's life? Cause that's what exactly. Yeah. And I think when you get into this like squirrel nest, then the conversation even becomes harder. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And like, I think people tend to really kind of like turn so inward and worry about what they're doing that the communication fails around them. I've seen this time and time again that we're rolling out X, Y, and Z, but we've just rolled out ABC. So like the communication gets lost. People get frustrated. They don't feel like they're effective in their jobs and it's just, it it breaks down. And Mm -hmm. so, yes, (laughs) yeah, communication is huge, huge. Being able to hold that conversation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And hold it in a way that is actually effective because that's the difference. You can lead, but yeah. like leading effectively, we're talking about here is, you know, being, learning how to master being self-led, which mm-hmm. requires cultivating trust in yourself. Yeah. It requires, you know, having somebody, I don't think that there is any effective leader that didn't have some sort of guidance or, or mentorship. I really believe in the power of mentorship. I know, you know, this, you know, I know this. like, this is something and it's not just for, you know, the more that I learn about like high level mentorship, the more that I realize when it comes to being a leader, that so much of it is more about being that partnership to where it's like a strategic yeah. partner that comes in that can see what you don't see how much of our expansion, our elevation comes from like just flipping that switch of awareness of like, oh my gosh, if I just shift this, if I just move this and we think it's going to be, it is, it is hard work and that yes, it requires change, but like Mm -hmm. the the women that you and I deal with the there, we're committed to growth. We're committed to change. And so that's not the issue. Like our, my, my issue and the clients that I've had, and, and obviously you as example, like 
doing the thing is not the problem. It's right. what the, what is the thing that's actually going to matter that is going to be most aligned with me so I can get yes. the best result. And you know what? I, I think to that point is those things, we, we make them to be like this huge transformation and they create huge transformation. But the act in of itself mm-hmm. in that shuffle or that switch is like brain burst one day. And you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> you know, and then everything else changes. But it, the power of mentorship is that it's there to reflect you so that you can't have that aha moment. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, exactly. I remember so many conversations like in our boxer where it was like the mind blown emoji. It's like fire and mind blown emoji. Like, <laughs> like daily. <laughs> it's so funny. Um, but yeah, I think, I think, you know, just trickling back into just being an effective leader. I think the first thing is like just making that conscious choice of like, I actually want to create transformation in this home, in my workplace, in this community. And once you do that, then it's kind of just bringing in that, that reverse engineering of like, okay, I need to, in order to be able to lead better, I need to lead myself better. Everything trickles from me. And then what skills do I need to fill in? What skills do I need to elevate and who's going to support me to get there? I, I really think from what I've seen in the women that I have coached and the women that I talk to, the doing the work is never the problem. It's the feeling of I should be able to do it by myself. That is the oh, thing that stops them. A hundred percent. I mean, time and time again, it's, it's almost like a guilt. Like I, I shouldn't have to need somebody to help me with this. Oh yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. in my world, at least if you're not doing it by yourself, it's a weakness it's seen as a weakness. Like if you don't have the power to get through that on your own, it's a weakness. And it's so not like, that's the bullshit that I kind of want to help people break free from is that's not the mindset that we need to be operating in. Mm. You know, no one's going to be able to do it all alone or we wouldn't have teams. So. Yeah, it's so true. And also it requires us unlearning the thing that we tell ourselves that like, it's not effective or it's not right. good enough if it's not hard. Yeah. And I think that's such a good point is the unlearning in all of this is just as powerful and just as much of the work as the learning. Yeah. Because we've been conditioned yeah. for so many things that it's like, oh, <laughs> we need to get rid of that. Right. Yeah. But it's like, how would we lead? I, I I just did. I don't know if you saw. I, I put out this free offer. It's a it's called Content Flow. And I did a voice for <laughs> You got it. Did you watch the voice activation video? I haven't yet. It just landed in my head. I'm interested to hear what you think, but it was just like, I just riffed and I was just like, you know, how would we, how would we show up? Like if we remove fear, if we remove filters and like, that's what I think about is like, what would our world look like if each woman was like in fully in her power that understood herself and how she operated best, that was operating from that aligned place, like what sort of change would actually occur in our world, you know? And I think it's really that big and we have to pull ourselves back to that. We're like us as individual people, the more that we commit to our own growth, the more we grow as a society. Yes. I mean, I think if every woman fully operated in their power, we would be in a completely different world. Things, I mean, it would be like topsy-turvy, badass bill. Like, it would just be right. so different. So different. Right. And there's but, no comparison because there's room for everybody at the top, which is exactly. another piece 
of being an effective leader yes. that I think is overlooked is removing the hierarchy that we have built in us that leadership is Absolutely. and remembering human to human connection. Yes. It's really easy as you're, you know, as a high achiever and you're wanting to take that next step and to meet that next goal and to get that next title to really, you know, fall into that like theory of hierarchy that you're not as good. Mm. It's not that you're not as good. You maybe haven't been in it as long. Maybe somebody has a different skill set than you do. Maybe the pieces that of you that would make you just as good for that job, you haven't seen them yet. And so <laughs> comparison, it's just like that will always be a killer. Yeah. Complete like roadblock for effective leadership for yeah. sure. So yeah, I think being self-led, mm-hmm. I think elevating skills like communication, time management, taking care of yourself first, um, really, really being in touch with like your alignment, having guidance, like releasing the old beliefs that like you're supposed to be able to do it on your own. What do you, what else do you think is like really, really important to be an effective leader? I mean, I really honestly think that you nailed it. I think being really understanding the power behind asking for help mm. because it, that it's not a weakness, you know, I think the, the power in asking for help is 100 times going to make you a more effective leader when you yeah. ask for help and you can delegate or you can ask for help in the form of guidance. Like those are the things that are going to help you elevate and be more effective. Yeah. Yeah, because I think there's a, that piece of us that we think, you know, I believe in leadership being like hand-to-hand connection and that like mm-hmm. we're in it with our people, but also we need to be the light for them. And so if we're so in it and we're so mm-hmm. down in the dirt and covering ourselves, yeah, shit, it's like, <laughs> well, you're not going to be able to show them what's actually possible for them either. Right. Yeah. And that, that can be really tricky sometimes. You know, mm-hmm. want to be that yeah. support, but you've got to stay, I don't want to say distant, but you have to sh- approach it differently. Yeah. Come from a more elevated space. Mm-hmm. Not like a yes. person, but you have to be able to see what's going on and then rise above it <laughs> and help pull others to where you are. Right. Yeah. And that is pulling out of that micro and, mm-hmm. and going back to that zoom out and looking at right. the macro of like, what is actually being created here? It's just like solving the root issue instead of just putting band-aids on things. Yeah, like that's, absolutely. That's is so important <laughs> for effective leadership is actually fixing the thing, yeah. you know? And that's so, that's it. I feel like we could do a whole nother. <laughs> I can talk about that for days because I, I feel like so often people just slap band-aids on it. And then, and I'm very process oriented. So like in addition to leadership, I really enjoy the strategy piece of being a leader. Yeah. But I think so many times we just put band-aids on stuff and it's like, okay, well, it's a fix now. But then as you come in and the next person is trying to like untangle your webbed mess, it's like, oh my God, how do we end up from, you know, this to this? And yeah. it's leaning out that whole process. It's like, oh my God. Yeah. We slap band-aids on everything. We literally never solve the root issue because if we would, have, sure. this would not be so out of hand. Yeah, it's a really, really good point, too, because I'm thinking as it applies to, like, the women that I work with, because, you know, like, I work with women that have just started their businesses all the way up to establish, you know, multi-million dollar studios, and what's interesting is, like, when you go from, like, I believe the process is, like, building and then growing and then scaling, Mm -hmm. and, like, the building and the growing, you have, like, some, a, a lot of doing and a lot of hustle that, like, you have to make sure that you balance with rest, and then when you get to the scaling portion, 
it really is about simplification. And so yeah. what I find that I do with these high level women is it's almost just like peeling sh- that I'm like, that's not serving you anymore. We're getting rid of that. Yeah. That process has a clog. We need to like, it's, it's yeah. simplification, which is so, so beautiful. And I think as leaders, like, if we can apply that same process to ourselves of like, what's not aligned in my life anymore? Mm-hmm. What sort of offers do I have that aren't serving me? Like, how am I speaking or showing up? Am I writing content a certain way that doesn't feel good? Like, and actually addressing those things with ourselves to where our business, like, that's the biggest thing is our business gets to feel good and run well. And like, yes. that's, that requires some unlearning too, because we're so locked into mm-hmm. like, it has to be hard to make a lot right. of money or it has to be this to look like this. Yeah. And I mean, I think that transfers into my area as well. Like leadership can feel good. It can be re- mm-hmm. like truly rewarding, you know, mm-hmm. and you can feel good about the work that you're doing. That just seems to be a very common theme between entrepreneurship and leadership and they, how they come together because essentially, I mean, the skill sets are, are very similar. Yeah, 100%. So many times when you're coaching, I'm like, but that, wait, hold up. That's what I'm going to talk about. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but exactly. I mean, it really, it's the same thing. It, there's, the skills are the same. The foundations yeah. are the same. And how you choose to execute and leverage those skills and that those mindset pieces, it's just in what you choose to do with it. Yeah, exactly. It's so important. Well, I know you have the Illuminated Collective. The wait list is open now to it get is. in coaching with you and you probably have, do you have any private coaching spots available? I do. I have two open for March that I will be taking on and we're getting close to March. So I have two more of my private coaching one-on-ones open in March and then we'll be starting the Illuminated Collective in April. So more to come on that. We're just doing wait lists right now, but yeah. So if anybody wants to learn more from Erin, talk to her more about what working with her looks like, definitely shoot her a DM. And I would love for you to tell anybody watching about your experience in our work together, what you learned. Oh my God. I I think I've told you this before. I don't have words for the work that we did together. I feel like I came to you and almost like a shell of who I truly am, you know, and working with you was just like, it was always this safe place to land. There was no judgment, but it was like, open your eyes, girl. Like, here's what you are. Here's who you are. These are the things that you can do. And it was that mindset piece and that like whole human transformation combined with pieces of strategy that actually helped me launch my coaching business. And it's just fully transformational. I have nothing but like the best things to ever say about you. I love you. Thank you. I love you. Thank you. I love Um, this. It's so good to talk to you again. I know, I know. And I'll see you on Friday. If any of you guys are watching person. local, I know we're doing, I'm holding a CEO power hour, which is going to be held in Sarasota. So if you want details on that, DM me. Um, yeah. Thank you guys so much for being here, for watching. You. If you're watching the replay, make sure you drop your takeaways in the comments. And um, hopefully you got some nuggets today to help you be a better, more effective leader. If you are looking to Um, elevate your leadership. And if you are a business owner in a leader position, you are welcome to DM me. You can DM Aaron, find what fits for you. We are here to listen and here to help. So thank you guys so much for being here. Aaron, any last words? I'm good. Thank you. I just really appreciate the opportunity and it was great to chat with you. Yeah. I love you and enjoy the rest of your day. You too. We'll send pool pics later. I'm sure. Sounds good.
Have a good one. If you are a CEO or entrepreneur, I want to invite you into a space that's unlike anything out there. CEO Power Hour is a free monthly live experience that you can join in person or virtually to get your questions answered to fulfill the desires for your business. Inside this room, you bring your biggest goal, the obstacles you are experiencing, or anything you want my expertise, eyes, and ears on. This guidance, along with the ideas and inspiration from other powerful women, allows you to be fully immersed in the energy of being supported and learn in a completely new way so that you can expand your business and your life to the next level. I created CEO Power Hour to bring together powerful business owners for connection, collaboration, and coaching. This is your invitation, and it's free. The link is in the show notes, so I hope to see you at our next monthly meeting.